Welcome to this Jeremy Bamber and White House Farm podcast season three. This podcast was written and recorded before the death of Her Majesty the Queen. Our thoughts are with the royal family. Jeremy said, We're indebted to her for the lifelong service to this country. The Queen has been there for my whole life. Mum and Dad's generation loved her too. And in my eyes, she was stoical and admirable. Gran always made sure that we listened to her speech at Christmas, which is something I've continued to do. I send my heartfelt condolences to her family. A Jubilee of Less Liberty I thought I would write something around a life of less jubilee. To give some context, I thought I'd start at the Queen's Silver Jubilee. I know that there are photographs of Mum, Dad, Sheila, Colin and me at a party for the Queen's Silver Jubilee, held at Tullisunt Darcy. We'd all made hats and tried to dress in red, white and blue. It was fun. I was 16 and our family couldn't have been happier that day. Sheila and Colin were like two peas in a pod. Mum, Dad and I were busy helping everyone with the barbecue. Everyone in the village, including us, were royalists through and through. It was so long ago now. My own memories, though, are that absolutely everything that day was perfect. We did a similar party and barbecue for the marriage of Charles and Diana. It was more fun for me as I was a little older and could join in with the dancing and drinking. By this time, there were fractures in Sheila and Colin's relationship and it was just Mum, Dad and me at the Charles and Diana wedding celebration, along with the rest of the village, of course. My next memory was heading off to Australia for a year. Mum and Dad took me to the airport to say goodbye. I felt so excited to be off on an adventure, but Dad was crying when he said goodbye, which made me cry too. So Mum was sort of comforting to both of us in a group hug, telling me to go and catch my flight and have a good time. I almost didn't leave as I felt homesick already. I have letters in my cell now that I sent to Mum and Dad whilst I was there that Mum had kept. Anne Eaton gave them to the police in case they might be used in evidence of my poor grammar and spelling. Then, 1985, July was happy as finally I was splitting up from Julie. We were busy on the farm as it was harvest time so the breakup had to wait. Dad and I loved bringing in the harvest. It was us seeing the rewards for our hard work that year. Plus, it was great to see us all busy in the warm weather. Mum would come round with our tea in the afternoon so we didn't have to stop, unless we were working near the house. Then Dad and I would pop in the house when we could for our tea. The tragic events of August 1985 ruined our happy farming life. Julie couldn't cope with us splitting up, and I was having to cope with the loss of my family, a farm to run, being robbed by my relatives, and being stopped from seeing my gran. The next thing I knew, I was arrested for murder, and held for five days while I was questioned, two of those days without a solicitor. The police simply wanted my alibi and my defence so they could release me, then fabricate and manipulate the evidence to enable them to charge me with murder weeks later. I was charged with murder and initially held on remand before being convicted a year or so later. When on remand, I ended up in Wormwood Scrubs Prison, meeting Dennis Nielsen, 
and when he came for accumulated visits, I also met Reggie Cray. What a change from an afternoon with the local seed merchant at home. Soon after, I heard of the Chernobyl tragedy, and worried for all the people caught up in that disaster, and I've been in prison ever since. I have never handled a mobile phone. I saw one once, the brick, I think they called it. It was on a cafe table on the King's Road that I walked along early in 1985. What I do recall over the years, music, of course, which stopped for me in 1985. I have no connection to any of the tunes since, except hearing it over a tinny radio in the workshops I was forced to work in over the years. The Queen's Golden Jubilee came and went. All I could think about was what might have been. No doubt Dad and I would have been operating the barbecue spit roast, Mum and Sheila doing their thing. But not to be, sadly. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee, and I'm still here. We recently asked the Queen for help, but without luck. But we will celebrate justice and my release soon, I promise. Jeremy. If you want to lend your support to Jeremy Bamber, you can write to him in the UK using the number A5352AC, HM Wakefield, 5 Love Lane, Wakefield, WF29AG, or see our website for details at www.jeremy-bamber.co.uk. 